Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pack filler. Pack filler. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Pack filler. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, home to every bad or dumb ass who's ever straddled a top tube. You can be a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, or dumb old email at info at packfiller.com. Listen while working, training, or just sitting and sipping a cold one. And now your hosts, Pat Bulger and Mark Hodgson. Hey, Lance Armstrong without drugs equals still fast. Pat and Mark without drugs equals pack filler. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to the best cycling podcast that does not swear in a British accent. Once again, the Pack Filler Podcast in the studios. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hodson. Um, we, you know, uh, honestly, I, I, of course, I have no life, and so I spend a lot of time listening to other people's shows. And we are, I think, the only American-speaking show that says "fuck" in an American accent. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. I don't think there are a whole lot of swearing ones online. Jesus Christ! You're getting a call already. I got a call, but not not due to the show. Is it important? No. Really? No. We're good. I can wait. No, we're good. Okay. We're good. Sorry. Hey, thank you to our sponsors, including one technically new one. So I'm going to mention those guys Ooh. right real quick. Of course, Road ID, one of the more recent ones, came on with us. Thank you to Road ID for being a part of the show. You guys are awesome. Go to our website, click on the link, buy yourself a Road ID. It's who I am. Thank you to Dave over at the Sufferfest. It is becoming that time of year. God damn it. Where yes. we gotta where we gotta start training indoors again. Yes, and I'm not ready for that shit. But um, Dave and the Sufferfest videos will maybe help me get through again if I ever do anything with my freaking fitness. Because yeah. my fitness just oh man, I, I'll talk about that in the show. New sponsor, 
we have been listed with Stitcher for a while, Stitcher right. Radios, the uh, the podcast app. Everybody ha- hopefully has it on their phone. If you are listening, and we, from what our stats say, quite a few of you do listen through Stitcher, and uh, Stitcher is now on board with us, so we have a Stitcher app. So download that app, and um, I th- we go to our website, click on the link, download the app. Actually, erase it off your phone currently. This this will this will be great. Erase it off your phone currently. Go to our website and download it again. <laughs> Just because I want something out of it. Oh, do we get more money? I don't know. Probably. What happens if they download our app? Then I, apparently we get something, but I don't know. I mean, we're making so much money off the show as it is. I don't. I can't even keep track of where well, the it's money to men from. like us. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And also, um, all however many of you are out there, vote for us for the uh, the best podcast on Stitcher. They have they have actually categories and they're doing the voting right now. So I, I believe think you we're, should vote we're, for us. We're not first right now. We're close though. Really? I don't know. Well we're close in the cycling category, in cycling and triathlon category, we're ranked pretty high. Are we really? Yeah. Really? We're the shit, man. I know. Well we're very big in in well overseas. And actually that's yeah. one of the funniest things I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Um I was driving to work yesterday and ninety eight nine, it's a big radio station, like a real yeah. radio station. I yeah. come real because they're on FM, not because they're uh, they're better or worse. They're just FM radio, which is the old way of doing things, which is a line of sight transmission for all you young kids out there. <laughs> and uh back in the day you used to just turn the radio on what? in your car and yeah. you'd get a FM radio station. And I was, I do still listen to those on my way to work every morning yeah. and they're like Oh, you know what we did the other day? We had a listener from India. And I'm like, Fuck my you. show yeah. has listeners from everywhere. Yeah. You guys really suck if yeah. you just got your first listener from India. Jesus, we're ahead of the old timers. Well, no. I mean, it, it was just funny that they're like, we just got a friend from India. I'm like, wow, you guys uh, you guys really are out there. What a presence. You know what? I want to, I want to say that then. I, you know, and I know all shows probably say this, but... Ch- uh, someday send us a note either on the Facebook page or whatnot. We got we have a new listener from Quebec. I saw that the other day. Um, so we have eight Canadian listeners? <laughs> I don't know. There was a day when we had seven. I, I do really? remember looking at that stat once. Yeah, we had seven Canadian <laughs> listeners. But really? we had like over – we had like way more in Australia. I mean we had a oh, ton yeah. in Australia, yeah. like over 100 if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, the Aussies and the Brits are always friends to us. Yeah, they like why. us. Yeah. For, yeah. Well, it's probably because they ride their bikes more than we do. That's true. But yeah. the but it's and they've it, got a tour champion that so far isn't doped. Bonjour Quebecois. Hey, I think he's Quebec. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, something like that. So um and he sent us a little note saying, you know, best, you know, one of my favorite la 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 la. It was awesome. Ranked <laughs> us on iTunes. We got a guy who ranked us on iTunes. So we're Lovely getting more of those. Rank. Those are rolling in. Cool. And, and they're not immediate Family members, so um, that's, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I get tired of my mom ranking me over and over. Again. Yeah, exactly. you're the best, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Can I have another uh, Popeye? Yeah. <laughs> uh, season has come and gone. Mm-hmm. Damn it! I well, I, I'm tired of feeling sorry for myself about not racing mm-hmm. enough. I'm going to feel sorry for myself tomorrow. Why? Well, because it's kind of procrastination, isn't it? So I'll feel sorry for myself tomorrow. And then that way, that will be very similar to my training. <laughs> you still probably did more than I did, though. I did. Actually, I've been doing some running, and I know. Oh, you've got a marathon coming up, don't you? No. God damn it. My wife bailed on me, and so did a couple other people bail on me. And so that's my microphone stand. It's pretty high quality. I. You know what? I deserved it. I deserve it. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. 
<laughs> I did. I did, however, do a uh, a a pretty brutal trail run last weekend. Signed up for a, a trail run up at Mount Spokane. Did you do it? I ran it. How was it? It was evil. It was, um, and I, I'll give these guys a little bit of props. Uh, the Wild Moose Chase Trail Run. Yeah, it's ten k. Um, it was it was pretty long. Ten k. Um, Six point two miles. It is. A trail run that's pretty long, and um, I, I will say it was it was one of the hardest runs I have ever entered. And I've done marathon, I've done half marathons, I've done all that kind of stuff. This was, I felt horrible. This was really hard. I, mm. I actually had to shuffle. I, I realized at some point in time, halfway through the course, I was probably running. I could have walked faster than I was running up some of these climbs. Oh yeah. Just epic. And um, it took me an hour, just under an hour to do 10K. I mean, it was it was hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're judging me. No. And I will say... It, I, I don't know if I could do any better, quite frankly. Was, I'm, I'm not in very good shape right now. Especially... Excuse me, I have the hiccups, but yeah. running-wise. It was it was tough, and I'm hooked on trail runs. I I really appreciate them a lot more now. So you're doing one this weekend? i one. No, the half, the Spokane Marathon, no, the Spokane, there's a long one up in Mount Spokane this weekend, too. Oh, really? But I'm not signed up for it. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of brutal train, though. Yeah, you it know? is. I, I honestly wish there was more single track in the race itself because there wasn't. Um, it was a lot of fire roads. Oh, okay. Which is okay, but I want I want something kind of technical. But yeah, It you keeps know. your mind occupied. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you been doing anything? Any shit? Or you just been working, doing all that kind of Been cool. kind of working. Uh, did some swimming and running and been keeping the swimming. It's a little hard for me to get into the pool at night just lately. Uh, just the way my schedule's been, I hope, I mean, I'd like to start up at the 8.30 to 10 um, slot. It's just hard for PM? me to sleep. Yeah. Sure. There's a master swim that I'd like to get back into. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'd like to do that again. It's... Quite frankly, I was going to do it this week, and I kind of chickened out a little bit just because I know it hurts so bad when you start. Yeah, and I didn't, and and I think I just have to go do it and 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 pay my dues. Um, it hurts. It I hurts. Just... My weight, however, is fabulous because like a large weight means that you're healthy, and so my weight <laughs> um, is is doing very well. <laughs> Um, I do not have cancer, I don't think. All right. I'm fairly certain I don't have cancer, so that's good news. Because fat people don't get cancer? Well, I didn't call you fat. Well, no, I mean, and I don't feel that fat, but I do feel a little tubby. Um, Maybe I'm just bloated. But uh, uh, it's it's that time. It's that time. Um, No, I... no, I've I've done well on weight this year. I've I've definitely not been sick, so I've not lost on inordinate amounts of weight. So mm. no, I mean it's just like, especially coming from a cycling background and everything else, where weight's everything, and you're you're sitting there carrying around fifteen, twenty extra pounds, going, okay, this is not working for me. Yeah, and that's actually where I'm at right now. I'm I'm just going, oh geez, and. My wife's cooking does not help. Yeah. And yeah. it's delicious. I'm still getting to that point where I've decided that I am going to put my wife in charge of signing up for races. Ooh. Just paying – because she did this with this last trail run. And I always find, and I'm sure everybody else does, that if I have prepaid entry fee for an event, I'm going to do it. I'm going to train for it. I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. I just shelled out blankety-blank amount for whatever event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get ready for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was really excited about that Leavenworth one. Yeah, that, that half marathon. Yeah, I was how'd that do. work out? You paid for that, right? 
Uh, no, didn't pay. Oh, there no, you go. That was a problem. And oh. it, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, oh, so it you is still in, could. It is in two weeks. You still could. Is there an online registration form? Yeah, I bet there is. Oh, okay. You do not get my credit card number. Oh, I'll, I'll use mine. Oh, you'll sign me up? So if it's paid for, you'll do it? <laughs> is this a challenge? Why not? I think my sister's Is it a marathon or is it a half? Half. It's, it's a full or half. So which were you going to do? You're going to do the full, Who's right? Who's going to do the half? Not if I pay. <laughs> I'm going to do the half. <laughs> <laughs> You're not cute enough to classify as my registration person. Yeah, that's probably true. I do want to give some. Sh- uh, actually, I always got. I always forget to give the contact information. Patrick at packfiller.com or info at packfiller.com. I just gave out my personal email address over the show. Not smart. Why? I don't know. What the the they're going to spam me? They're going to spam have me. Nothing else to do other than just. Contact hey, you and I say, gotta, "Hey, do you want to buy a widget?" I got a request the other day to for you and I to uh, tweet during the uh, presidential debate yesterday. Oh, actually, that would be awesome. I didn't let you know, but I did. I sent about ten of them out. Why didn't you let me know? I because tweeted. you're always busy. I watched the presidential debate. Did you? Yeah, I did. I watched all of it. I don't know how to get you onto the Twitter account. I wish we could both tweet at the same time on the same account. Well, we'd probably have to be in the same room. Why? Well, then I bet we could both do it. We could probably both do it, but the other thing would be to tweet at the same time. I uh, I have to admit, if we want to talk presidential debates, which I do, um, sure. I will say this, that I I am going to vote for Barack Obama. I think he has the best plan. Are we and getting I think, into presidential debates yeah. on a cycling and triathlon-based podcast? I think we should because okay. uh, assholes are Republicans, and they don't ride, and they're oh, the ones who – the whole share thing. Um, but it's a nice segue. You wait. I'll get you there. And so uh, you get there, and you have, um, you have Mitt oh Romney, the Republican uh-huh. candidate, and you have Barack Obama. I think Mitt Romney won the debate. And, and as much as I, I'm going to vote for Barack Obama, I think okay. he's got the right thing. I do agree that Mitt Romney was more charismatic. And by the way, if you can say whatever you want and not back it up with Anything? I mean, basically, Mitt Romney told the American people the other night that you can have a unicorn in every garage yeah. by January of 2013. Yeah. And I will get you your unicorn. I'm just not going to tell you how. Are you ranting already about politics and it has nothing to do with cycling? Or it has everything to do with cycling because you look at these people. There's no green energy. There's no way that these are the people who would do bike lanes. There's no way these people will continue on with public television or anything that is not mainstream. And it's bullshit. So guess what? Yeah, it's cycling oriented whether you like it or not. I agree. Big, Big Bird's fucked. No, I agree. And I, Big Bird, I grew up with Big Bird. I Big too. Bird's worth the fight. Them are fighting words. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. Well, you know, here's an idea. You know, what if we've got 10 aircraft carriers? The United States, I think, has 10 aircraft carriers. Would we be okay with nine? Because if we keep nine, we can afford Big Bird. I'm just saying. I'm not. I, Big Bird doesn't cost as much as an aircraft carrier. No, it doesn't. But I'll tell you what, if we got rid of one, then we could afford Big Bird. We're going to get rid of an American icon. We're going to get rid of something that was neutral, that actually helped on 9-11 because they had more foreign correspondents than any news organization in the world. And we're going to get rid of that. You're going off topic again. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 a, little, I'm a little frustrated that the American people are dumb. Not all of them. No, I think the majority are smart, and that's why we'll win. But I just think if you promise a unicorn in every pot – you shouldn't be able to do it unless you can show me a unicorn before the election. I want at least one unicorn. 
That's all I want. Show me the goods. You know, I have nowhere to go from here. I might as well just end the fucking show. Yeah, that's it. Good night, everybody. No, but I would say that. I would say say whatever you want, but... You know what? I am gonna I am gonna bring it in. You brought you brought a rant into the into the situation, and I'm gonna jump. I was supposed to talk about some past events that can wait because it is in the past. You, have you heard about um, the divas herself shares recent rant about cyclists on the Pacific Coast Highway? A little bit. Okay, Cher has a Twitter account. She tweeted. She tweeted. That just sounds like a well, something bad. Yeah, isn't she like? 80? I have. I have her storyline here. I have the, the series of tweets oh, let's hear sitting here in front of me. Okay. You're going to let me do them all? Oh, yeah. Or are you going to jump in again? Oh, I'll jump in. Okay. Um, she abbreviates, but I'm going to let you know the, what she... I'm going to tell you the whole thing. In terms okay. Of it. Fucking bike riders on the Pacific Coast Highway. I hate them. Almost got in accident again. Sick of these idiots. Pull in front of you and there's nowhere to go. That was the first one. Second one, can't say, cannot say enough about these insane fucks. I'm still shaking. Eight of them pulled in our lane, and there was no place for us to go. Happens constantly. Not motorcycles. Fucking bicycles. They make going on the Pacific Coast Highway like playing Russian roulette. What universe are they in? I am so OOC. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, OOC? Yeah. I have no idea. So uh, she's she's super pissed, uh, and then somebody replies, "I hate bicyclists. They think they own the road. So self righteous." Um, uh, Cher. Okay. Um, I think Cher's got a serious problem in the fact that she's really pissed off about the fact that maybe the cycling industry is taking away some of the chemical elements that might go into her complexion and boobs, because. Um, I, I, I've never ridden the Pacific Coast Highway. I don't even know what it's like. I've, I've seen photos of it, and I can only imagine how great it is. But this this bullshit mentality of, first of all, the fact that we're reading this, the fact that I'm reading this, it's shame on me, I guess. You I don't know. know it's a, why it's am a I giving this problem, though. Why am I giving this pain-in-the-ass woman any type of notoriety? Well, because um, OOC, out of character. Oh, okay. Just uh, letting you know. But uh, She's so out of character? I have no idea. That's what OOC, according to the the other one is, your teeth will shine. OOC is a programming language. <laughs> out of context. <laughs> She's so out of context? Out of, I, I don't know. Internet OOC is the slang word. Oh, I'm on internetslang.com. Okay. This will, this will do it. But either way, one, share if you really think about it. Though she looks younger than she is because she's kept oh, her she's hair brown. Fucking but she's got to be like sixty years old. Um, oh, at least if she's a day. Yeah, and uh, it's still out of character. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be out of character. It's out of character. But anyway, I mean, whether Cher is there, I mean, it's interesting that this is the same person that would teach tolerance in all aspects. However, if you're on a bike, gay or straight, doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I'm going to ram you. Gypsies, and, tramps, and thieves. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, but isn't that? It's it's interesting that you bring this up because. Isn't that something that every person, triathlon, cyclist, or even runner, yeah. deals with on a daily basis is the idea that we have all these roads that we all use, and just because you're in a car, suddenly you have more rights because you can kill the other person. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an interesting idea when really 
The Pacific Coast Highway is there for enjoyment. Yeah. The only reason it's even maintained is so people can drive a scenic highway. It has nothing to do with getting from point A to point B. Yeah. So why would Cher have more of a right to look at the pretty stuff fly by than a cyclist? And and I think it's just it's something like, well, you weren't going on there to get anywhere. No. I mean, if cyclists were pulling into your lane in the freeway where cyclists are not allowed, that's one thing. But yeah. you're on the Pacific Coast Highway. Highway, yeah. And I mean, let's say they're too abreast and they're probably doing that to probably, I mean, I think what you always hear is the concept that if a car honks at you, that means he's probably seen you and will hopefully go around you. Um, you don't want to ride so far within the shoulder that you're going to risk these guys trying to squeeze by you. And, you know, I'm sorry that you're, you're, you know, commute to get your nose, but it's not a commute. The only reason to drive the Pacific Coast Highway, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of a scenic drive with the top down. It is. I mean, it's a nice, it's a beautiful road. I've been on it. Um, Part of it. uh, Not much of it, but a little bit of it. And it's a beautiful highway. It goes up the coast and it's cliffs and beautiful and everything. That's why people ride on it. But it has nothing to do with going from point A to point B. So you're out antiquing and you're pissed off because you can't get to the next antique shop. Yeah. That's actually the most dangerous situation a cyclist can be in. And I, I guess I got to say, you know, shame on you, Cher. I mean, you really should be ashamed of yourself. Of, of I know I use shame and ashamed and all that. But, yeah. you know, you really should not feel good about what you just said because it makes no sense. I was in no hurry to get anywhere, but yet you slowed me down. And that's actually the most dangerous situation for a cyclist. I just, oh man! And then, then I also saw a recent YouTube video where, uh, outside of Boulder, uh-huh. you had uh, I think Joe Friel, who was, um, I think he was one of the guys. Joe, uh-huh. if it wasn't you, um, a fairly pub, you know well published cycling mm-hmm. coach and a friend are out on a ride, and a guy comes up behind them in a vehicle, blaring the horn. Mm-hmm. They're waving him by. He keeps blaring the horn. He follows them with complete passing lane clear. Blaring the horn for over well, the video was at least seven or eight minutes. He's yeah. just behind him, honking the horn, eh, 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 doing all this kind of stuff. These guys just took out their cameras and started videotaping this douchebag. And I just really, it's a good thing. Really? Randy Blaylock was not on that ride. Oh, Randy Blaylock would have pissed on his car. Would have ripped his mirror off and yeah. fed it to him. Jesus. Um, I just, I mean, obviously that's going to perpetuate the problem, but Fuck's sake. What I the hell? I don't know. I mean, sometimes I wonder if people just need to be punched. I, yeah. I'm wondering at this point. I mean, you know, it's it's just – it's seriously like I'm in a car and I can hit you, so that's okay. And, you know, it's very similar to the people bugging me on my bike that I took a 40 over yeah. my, over the bow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's not fair and it's not okay. And suddenly because you're in the bigger vehicle – Somehow you have the right to really assault people. And I, this whole thing about um, they think they own the road. Um, they do. No, cyclists saying that they think they own the road. Cyclists do, just they, like you do. We are self-righteous. Um, you know what? I'm so, I, I'm, I might come across as self-righteous is because I don't have steel wrapped around me when I'm out there. And um, if, if you bump into me, it might cause a little damage to your car. It's going to fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm a little uptight, and I'm a little uh, I've taken a little maybe a little bit more room than I should because I don't want to die. Well, I take more room because one, I know you can see me, and so I know you can see me, and yeah. so if I'm in a spot, I don't ride in the middle of the road or anything like that. 
if I'm in a spot that's safe for me to be in yeah. and I need to be there because of traffic, I'm actually going to take a little more room, like six inches more to enforce to the my left position. side of yeah. the white line. I'm going to be a little bit more. I'm not going to squeeze onto that because a lot of times the shoulder is what? Six inches. Tiny, tiny. It's six inches or non-existent in yeah. many places. So if I can't ride on the shoulder, if I've got a three foot shoulder, I'll be on the shoulder. Trust yeah, me. Absolutely. That's where it's safest for me. But if I have six inches on that shoulder, I've got to be in the lane. Yeah. I've got to be. Which and is your legal right. Whether it's my legal right or not, that's where I'm going to be because I'll be alive at the end of the ride. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to sit there and try to squeeze over so that semi can clip me with its mirror. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are times I'll admit when I'm on a ride and I notice there are people behind me and they're waiting, I'll go over to that side and I'll wave them by when I see the roads clear. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. will. It's, or, it's you called know. common courtesy. It's called being nice. And, you know, and, and then you got assholes like this, you know, especially Jesus Christ, share. Why the hell do people give a shit about what you say anymore? We do. Um, I know. Why am I even talking about that? That's what I was saying. Why does this bitch get coverage? I don't know. And I think she should get coverage because she's a fairly good advocate for things I believe in, you know, like gay marriage and everything else. And, I mean, obviously her son slash daughter is doing great in that category. But I I do think it's wonderful (laughs) that she champions the causes of many what were underdogs. Um, And I think that's fabulous. But for you to be completely enlightened in one area and wholly ignorant in another is rather hypocritical, yeah. I believe. And to think because you're driving a car that you're showing intolerance, you are. You're absolutely an entire group of people, which is millions and millions, yeah. is out there riding their bikes every day, and you're telling them that they're in, they're insensitive and they're assholes because they differ in what they do. And, and I mean, I don't know. I, I, I find it very hypocritical of Cher to say that. And quite frankly, I'm glad you brought it up because it's nonsense. But it's also oftentimes the attitude that the cyclists have to deal with. And if you're a cyclist and you're out there riding day after day after day or, or a triathlete or something, you're putting in some substantial hours yeah. on the bike. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading farther down here. Is Cher, is, is Cher tweeting from behind the wheel of a car? Because her tweet says, in car, it's hard to tweet. Have wonderful day, night. It's beautiful here. Sorry about our little over-the-top rant regarding cyclists. But, oh, my God, er, yuck. No, she was apparently riding in the shotgun. She's not even fucking driving. Well, and what, she's upset about cyclists getting in the way. But what are you doing that's so great? What are you doing that's so important? I mean, if you're driving that kidney to the person who needs it in San Luis Obispo or whatever... That's one thing. Well, but she's if you're driving her kidney, it's probably in a bag beside her. Well, but what I'm saying is, is if you're doing something very important and people are in your way, I can understand the frustration. If you're out antiquing along the Pacific Coast Highway, which is what you're doing. Yeah, you're I don't think I don't think she's got a really busy schedule. That's what I'm saying. You're out for the day sightseeing and these people are getting in your way. Yeah. That's annoying. You know, I mean So I yeah, I yeah, I saw that in that I, I, me off. Yeah, and I think, but unfortunately for those who are ignorant and intolerant, Cher, um, I think they should probably consider what they're saying before they go and tweet it to their stratosphere because it's a little nonsense. I mean, I'm sorry that you were inconvenienced, Your Highness, but isn't that kind of true of all of us whenever we're inconvenienced? I mean, you know, there's times when pedestrians piss me off, you know, so I guess it's true of driving too. Yeah. Speak, uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, Kevin Bacon no longer is uh, the uh, the official poster boy for um, bike messengers. If you, if you, did, have you seen? Did you go to go see Premium Rush? No, Didn't? I think I'm gonna have to go see that by myself or something because my wife won't see that. Your son will go with you. 
He might. Cade won't go with you? He might. Jackson and I went. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he's my stepson, too, just in case his dad ever listens to the show. Oh, but... shit. I said son, didn't I? Well, yeah, but he's your stepson. He's the closest thing I'll ever yes. have to his son. So. Okay. There you go. Um, my, uh, my, my son, my 13 year old uh-huh. son and I went and, uh, you know, I expected, I expected to shut my brain off and just kind of sit back and enjoy it. And you had candy. So it was fine. Yeah. And I did that. I, I shut my brain off and I sat back and I kind of had fun with it. It was, um, I'm not going to lie. I worked as a messenger for, for a spell in Seattle. You're lying. No, I'm not lying. You're lying. I was a messenger. In you said Seattle. you weren't going to lie and then you lied. I, I didn't lie. I'm not lying. Okay. Bicycle right. Messenger, downtown Seattle. Wrote for the Elliott Bay Messenger Company. No, With I didn't. Fixie. No, I didn't. All right. I, I had a derailleur. I believe in Mr. Tulio Campagnolo's invention. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it thoroughly, especially in downtown Seattle. You can't do it with a fucking fixie in downtown Seattle. You'd be all over the place. I mean, you couldn't get up a hill with yeah. a fixie in that town. Um, it is It is short. It is uh, formulaic. But it is um, – we got back, and my 13-year-old son – wanted me to fix up one of the bikes in the basement, one of the old steel bikes in the basement. And uh, you saw it on the entryway in. Yeah. And you may, you almost made fun of it because it is it is blue and pink. But for those of you listeners who know what the classic KHS mountain bike frames were that were actually Tom Ritchie built the bikes. KHS purchased them from Tom Ritchie. And um, this KHS is, if you look on the Pack Filler Twitter, I have a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I put slicks on it, and he's been riding his bike to school every day since. It's it's not a bad rig. It's um, a, it's full derailleur. It's not fixie. No, no so we're not no. going to do that to him. But uh, you could do you could do actually a fixie might actually be beneficial to your son. I mean, if you really think about it, like as far what? as learning to ride properly, it, it's, pedaling efficiency, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, pedaling efficiency. I remember doing that um, in the winter time. We used to go. We used to put fixed gears on our road bikes mm-hmm. and ride all winter. Like we had brakes, mind you. Um, yeah. You know, and and that this whole movie is kind of funny because it's it's talking about the praise of riding a fixie with bra- without brakes, you know, and how you're you're in touch with the road and how you 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 get control over the road. And a, a friend of mine sent me a, a, a an article the other day about the fact talking about how the fixie culture is doing so much for the sport of cycling and is getting people involved in 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 cycling, not sport of cycling, but in cycling, and. Um, Maybe this true, article actually. was actually yeah, but this article was actually based upon the focus of saying if helmet laws weren't mandatory, maybe more people would get involved in in bicycle riding. And I just I had to say what Jesus Christ what I mean. There's about thirty topics I just threw out there. Yeah. First of all, premium rush. Second of all, fixie culture. Third of all, helmets. Um, Jesus Christ, we only got you know we only got an hour and a half show or hour ten minute show. What's funny about bikes to me, and and I think this this is something that may go into my rant tonight. Uh oh. Is that when I was a kid, my favorite thing was my bike. Me too. Hands down. Absolutely. I spent... Hands down. It was freedom. I think we've talked about that too. But now it's not for many kids. No. My favorite thing was my bike. And so when you look at fixie culture or anything else of what it's doing for cycling, well, maybe, you know, but I don't know if fixie culture is useful. I, I don't... A fixed gear bike is made for the track. And yeah. and I don't understand once again why ignorance is bliss on the road, <laughs> and 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 it does you no good as a bike messenger. It does you no no good as a cyclist. It, it's it's interesting, and there are benefits to it as far as pedaling efficiency and possibly bike handling. But where would you use said bike handling other than if you don't have other yeah. options? And yeah. you do. It's kind of like going well. I really like. 
propeller planes. Well, I like jets because they get me there quicker. Yeah. You know, well, they're really cool. I, yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I look at some of the, some of the fully restored fixies as, I mean, they're gorgeous. Some of them are really good looking bikes, what these guys are doing to some of them. Um, some of them I think look a little cheesy. I mean, they're the equivalent of having skinny jeans around your ass, but, um, yeah, that make me sound old, but, um, you know, and it's, I think they look cool. I, I don't mean, have a problem with people commuting on fixies and everything else. It's kind of the hipster culture that yeah. I go, uh, you know. Yeah. But I guess okay, you want to ride a fixie? That's great. But I don't understand the feel for the road and this sort of spiritual thing. I don't know. I mean, I have a different. I, I will not disagree that bikes can be spiritual, but steel frame riders say the same thing though, too, in terms of the steel versus carbon versus tie versus. Carbon wins. Um, sorry, I'm gonna. Um, I might. I might go a little retro on you on that. I. I still love a steel bike. I still love a steel frame. Um, the feel of a steel bike is the fabulous. Steel, yeah, the weight the feel is shit. fabulous. The weight. The weight's pretty close. And uh, maybe our friend over at Men of Steel Racing would like to send me a note on that one. If there's a way to do it, of course. I think steel's real, and I. I think we've said it a million times on the show, but. Uh, Carbon wins right now. Yeah. I mean, oh, God, you know, no. I'd you, rather get on my carbon bike. That's what I'm saying. Carbon wins. I mean, when you get on a carbon bike with the component groups that are available today, <laughs> I mean, oh, shit. it's yeah. – I'm sorry. I mean, you can say what you like. As for, oh, that was great. Back in the day, we yeah. had the shifters on the – on the, down tube. On the down tube. Yeah. And it was great because you just reached down. And we then had they had this crazy thing called SIS. And, <laughs> STI. And, STI. Oh, SIS. SIS. Oh, shit. You were, you were going. You were, shifting. <laughs> you were before me. Shit. I was going, no, you dumbass. It's STI. Oh, my God. No, he's talking about that. I was right. Click, 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 click. Oh, yeah. King. Your entire bike would vibrate when you'd shift. And just do this crack. SIS with my biopace <laughs> oh. chain range, and, and I, I was a smooth peddler. Yeah. And you know, we can say all that, but no, uh, carbon's pretty good. And uh, yeah. and and the the groupos that are out right now are just pretty amazing. So I, I I think you're really foolish not to embrace technology. I think if you're going to go ahead and say this is a great bike messenger thing, and 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 I do, I think that's a great culture. And if you can ride a bike like that, perfect. But well, from what I recall as There's a messenger... There's no use to it, though. From what I recall as a messenger, when I was a messenger, we were paid either an hourly rate or a percentage of what we delivered. Ooh. And you know what? I could haul ass a lot faster when I could shift. Yeah. And well, that, that's what I'm saying, though, is yeah. like, you you put me into the big ring. Go ahead and bring your fixie out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I will I will take on any fixie. In a 20-mile time trial out in Cheney yeah. tomorrow. And I'm in pretty bad shape. <laughs> um, you know, as long as Roger's not on the fixie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> drink. Yeah. Um, drink. Drink. He said Roger. But I would say as long as there's somebody who's not you know, on the fixie that's pretty good, I might win. Yeah. And, they, and in the movie, they I had... I might have a shot, though. In the movie, they had a race through Central Park between um, the guy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and... Um, one of his uh, co-workers on co-workers on a like I think a carbon road frame full shifter all that kind of stuff and Joseph Gordon Levitt's on on the the fixie the classic steel fixie and all this kind of stuff and it was it was pretty funny of course 
you know, how it turned out. You know, you had Joseph Gordon-Levitt pulling all these cool things, and he won the race and all this. Actually, I don't think he won. I think they both crashed before they won. But some of the crash segments in the movie, I, I don't, you know, as a cyclist, I don't like to crash. But there were moments where he's in traffic, and you can see that's we always talk about that sixth sense where yeah. you can see what the the car's going to do before the car's going to do yeah and this kind of over dramatized it but it was pretty cool where he's joseph gordon levitt will be coming into an area he sees trouble and he sees three different routes of where he can go and you see that's what him, you do though yeah but you see him go through the route and you see him crash on the route oh, cool. route one you see him go through crash crash two there's one moment where he had the third route where he's supposed to take and he sees a crash he's like oh shit and he goes <laughs> through and he crashes so it's you know i you know i gotta say um as a I'm not a fixie kind of guy now, but it was it was a pretty fun movie. You know, I love I love cycling based movies. I thought American uh, Flyers was uh, great when I was a kid, but now it's effing garbage when I look back upon it. It's but a it's garbage great film, but it's a great film. It's great quotes. Are you kidding me? You don't like it now? I don't know. I mean, it makes me laugh. I watch it to laugh. I don't watch it for enjoyment. I don't watch it like holy shit, hell of the west, baby. Barry Muzzin. Uh, That's the uh, best part. Uh, who's the Russian guy I look like? I, I need to dress up for Halloween for. Belov. Belov. Sergei Belov. You go get him, Ginkgo. Um, and, uh, oh, I love that show. Oh, my God. I just like the idea. Oh the reason God. I love the American... The mustache. Marcus in the mustache. Oh. God, you dumb, dumb, Davey. Um, but, it's uh, too early, you dumb, dumb. But I do think... Uh, I, I think I like the idea of somebody trying to make bikes cool, and I guess that's yeah. what they tried to do. And and no matter how bad it was, and I still remember we were laughing about it when it came out. Yeah, when it came out, that's how old we are. When it came out, we were still laughing. You know, they were sprinting in the small ring. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's oh, just God. how it was. And you know, I mean, and the course classic turned into a three day race. Well, I mean, that's what you can fund. That's what you can fund. <laughs> yeah, shit. Good point. You know, I mean, how much film's expensive? <laughs> you know, um, uh, I still think uh, Breaking Away is the best one. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Probably true. Um, especially considering that race still exists yeah. and it's very prestigious. Absolutely. A little 500. Yeah. Yep. And yep. it's, it's a big deal. Yep. Um, shit. I keep, we, we didn't even get to the main topic of the show yet. Um, I, you know, I could talk about our season, but fuck, let's yeah, go backwards. On. Um, on. you know, uh, recently and I, I, I have to come on air and apologize to you, Mark. 
my confidant, my partner, my... What are you doing? I'm touching the rubber nubs on your computer. Okay. That was creepy. Um, I owe you an apology uh, for the fans of the show who heard two weeks ago I had um, Alexi Grayball on the show. And I owe you, you, you an apology because many times when I have somebody on the show... Um, you're, you're, you know, you're a busy guy. You're unavailable. So I've always kind of gone to this assumption that, um, the, the solo shows are kind of usually going to just be me, you know, whenever I can, whenever I can line up the actual interview with somebody and it's hard to get all three people together. I did with, you know, John Howard, I did it with Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff like that. And Alexi was on the show lately and I owe you an apology. I'm sorry. I didn't call you and have you over. I I would have liked to see Alexi Gray. Well, I would have liked to talk to Alexi. Um, those things happen. I owe you an apology also because I did make a pledge, I believe on the air, that I would be at the downtown crit. Oh, and I man. did not make an appearance on that day. I ran into issues. Yes. The Lilac City Twilight Crit, um, those were one of the events I was supposed to comment on and um, say well done to our friends over at Rocket Velo. Velo. Um, good job. And to have the balls to put on, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of, some of our communities that listen to us might have that, that twilight criterium, which is downtown that centered Spokane has a history of a downtown criterium and it died a long time ago. And it was so great to have a bike race back there downtown, whole city shut down. We got people everywhere, uh, people shopping, people just randomly coming up to the race and and watching a bike race happen and learning about it. And it was so much fun to to announce that and be a part of that. And so I, I'm Spokane Rocket Vela. Way to go, guys. Um, it was fun. Did it make you want to race it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, could I right now? Yeah, I probably could. Um, the... Um, the master's category was a pretty big, was one of the biggest categories of the race. And that's, you know, I, I have my problem with the sport of, of, of cycling turning into a sport for old white guys, but, um, it, you know, it was, it was cool to see, it was cool to see all the fields and, and the fans and people cheering about it. And Spokane Rocket Velo did something cool. You know, it's under the lights. They rented lights. They had the street lights on. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. And they rented huge, those big rental lights. Yeah. And, uh, they had a section at one point in the course where they opened up the entire of the race where they opened up the whole course to anybody who wanted to do a couple laps, kids, oh, cool. uh, fixies, anybody who wanted to do a lap People and they let them up. do a lap. Yeah. There were probably, you know, I'd say 50 or 60 riders who did it, you know, just random people who wanted to hop on the course. That's great. Well, the best is to actually, I mean, isn't that fun to get into it and go as fast as you can yeah. in your corner? And it was right before the ones twos. Ooh. Yeah, so it's right before you know. How big the, was the one-two field? Oh, it wasn't very big. You know, the, I'm not gonna. The, I'm yeah. not gonna say their turnout wasn't great. Um, oh. You know, their their biggest field probably had fifty or sixty. That's that's pretty good. It's but pretty that's good not for that great. Course. And I would like to see that event grow. Um, I'd like to see them get you know a couple fields of you know close to hundred riders. Seems to me like at juniors we had like ninety or hundred. Yeah, you, you know, know, and that'd be cool. To see. There was no junior category. Oh, which is going to change. I would hope so. If you ask me. Ooh, speaking of asking you. Yeah. How's that? It's going. Um, we're, we're underway. Uh, I have uh, probably 15 kids mm-hmm. from the school where I teach involved sure. and um, varying levels of, of interest. And I have some kids outside of the school who, who, are, who are showing some interest. And we're going to do a couple get involved in cycling kind of training camps. And then we're just going to – I think we're going to spend the winter training – 
and then have the spring to slowly kind of learn the ins and outs of, of, of road cycling. I'm going to be a primary a road coach mm-hmm. and, and just get us there, get us going. So. Cool. Yeah. But my reason for bringing up Alexi was the, the, the concept of the show. Alexi himself admitted on the show to taking some performance enhancers at, during his career. And, and he also talked about the fear of being riding for, of riding for large teams in Europe. And they're saying, you will just, you know, I don't, I'm going to hand you a syringe and you're going to take it. Wow. And so you just pop it right in your arm. He said the riders were doing all that. And, uh, and so we talked about, you know, especially with cycling getting its balls busted so much about PEDs, performance enhancers. You, you brought up the idea about finding legal Performance enhancers. What's well, legal? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, I want I want to give a shout out to Ben. You know, Ben Greenfield. I tried to talk to him. He and I are sh- shooting emails back and forth. Ben Ben has, has a podcast and a you know, big he, podcast. He knows a shit yeah. load about this kind of stuff. And uh, so I am. Um, I'm probably very likely on the USADA's watch list now because of all the websites I went to today <laughs> researching about legal PEDs and you know a cycling based website. So. Um, I've got my list. I've got my list of perf- of of legal performance enhancers, and um, we can see where we go from here. And all of them are immediately available at your local whatever, including the worst, the first, the worst one, the first one, bicarbonate baking soda. Can't use that. Yes. It is a performance enhancer, drawing lactic acid away from the muscles, delaying fatigue. Have you ever done bicarbonate soda in any kind of a drink whatsoever? Have I ever? Probably, but not knowingly. Performance enhancer. Now, oh, again, I should probably disclaim this. You know, any any drug dealers, any anybody who thinks that Pat and Mark are giving out legitimate uh, performance enhancing drug use um, should understand that. You're a fucking idiot if you're taking <laughs> performance-enhancing drugs based on our recommendations. You, you realize I am a doctor. You are. I am a, a doctor of the law. And <laughs> should you choose to follow my advice, it's very similar to like – I remember a judge once said, well, if you would like to take your medical advice from a garbage man – yeah. Why don't you take your legal advice from a police officer? And that's very similar. <laughs> taking medical advice from me would be worse than taking yeah. medical advice from your garbage man. Yeah. We know nothing other than what we look up on the interweb, and we yeah. relay it to you. This is what I did, and this is all I did. And you know, they're talking about um, alkaline salts provi- providing aerobic endurance. Alkaline so sodium. Salts. Yeah. Sodium. Yeah. So the same stuff that's in, I don't know, Gatorade? Yeah. Okay. B- big one is caffeine. Huge one. Everything I read on the article is talking about uh, the performance-enhancing benefits of caffeine. Um, in the right dose, though. Yeah. Aids in the utilization of carbohydrates. Really? Especially glycogen, helping the, the liver produce oxygen. Wow. Hmm. Um, but this article I also read said it's best to avoid it for probably five to seven days prior to your race. I really? Can't, I can't personally So then you that. hit it on the race? You hit it on the race. Boom. Oh, yeah. I bet that just is a wow. Yeah, but I'd be a I'd be a sleepy asshole at the start line. Yeah, until you freaking took your goo with the caffeine. In it. Yeah, that's what I think a lot of these guys are doing, and it's that's not a bad and, idea, and the actually. concept. Yeah, no. with people doing suffer goo. for five days and then amp it up. That's you know we we were at the trail run and they had goo samples they were giving out. Mm-hmm. Goo is a sponsor, and and the, the espresso flavor is the one they were giving us. And I thought the last thing. I mean, I love coffee. I adore coffee. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I need. 
is a shot of espresso flavor in the middle of a time when I'm... It's um, probably a little sweet, though. Did you try it? Yeah, I did have it. How was it? It, it, tasted, it, it tasted like a, a very powerful one of those uh, Starbucks double shots. Oh, that's decent. Yeah, it was pretty good. But, you know, I don't know if I'd do it again, to be honest. It was... It was good. I, and I, I actually, I didn't do it during the race because I think during the race it would have just it would have hit me so hard, and it wouldn't have been something I very much enjoyed. So, um, so caffeine, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's something. I, 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 I don't know. I'd like to. I, I'm sure that actually, I'm sure there are all kinds of studies about it where people are using it on a regular basis. Hence, all these companies like Goo and everybody are putting it in. Um, I don't know about taking a shot of espresso at any given time. Although, um, oh, God, what was his name? Gianni Bugno. Gianni Bugno was a pro, Italian pro, back in the day. And Gianni Bugno, I remember, got busted. They actually had caffeine as a illegal stimulant. Back in the early days. And Gianni Bugno got busted for having like the equivalent of like 15 coffee shots in his bloodstream. Now, do we have, have you talked about Steve Haig? No, did Steve Haig get busted for it? Oh, yeah. At the for Olympic caffeine? trials. The Olympic trials. What year? 84? Back in, back, back, in, back in the day. Really? I'm not mistaken. 88. Because Steve Haig, uh, yeah, Steve Haig got caught at the Tyler Cheney time trial at the Olympic trials. He's the bronze medalist in downhill skiing? Yeah. In, in the uh, Olympics? No, not in the Olympics. Not in the Olympics. He was always national champion and stuff like that. He's never won an Olympic medal. I thought he won an Olympic no. medal. Okay. But either way, Steve Haig, fabulous skier. Yeah. Yeah. The real deal. And Olympic gold medalist in 84 on the track in this individual pursuit. Okay. Yep. Badass. Yeah. Um. Anyway, right at the uh, time trial, I believe, and this was what was told at the time, got caught because he took a coffee enema Ew. and uh, got caught with like the equivalent of 15 pots of coffee in him. I mean, they, they drug test him before the race and he couldn't race. Oh, shit. Thank you, 80s. Really? Yeah. It's, it's not illegal anymore. Caffeine. So you can have as much as you want. Yep. Um, well, you know, don't shoot the messenger, boys and girls. So I don't know. I'd like to see the, I, I, I'm not going to do a test myself because I think I have too much caffeine in any given point in time. I'm not doing those energy drinks or any shit like that. No, but, that's nonsense. Um, creatine. Still legal. Creatine is, um, I received in terms of benefits here, um, uh, muscular strength, but only really benefits short anaerobic bursts. So not really what we're going to need. More of a weightlifter supplement. Weightlifter, tracky, maybe a sprinter, um, fixie. Yeah. Maybe, though. Well, Nelson Bales did it back in the day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Carbohydrate powders. I don't know shit about carbohydrate. carbohydrate. This is why we need somebody who knows what they're talking about. But uh, long-term fuel for the carbohydrate powders. You were talking about some sort of I carbo. I use, uh, what is it? Oh, it's a great one, though. I mean, I use... does Perpetuum. Perpetuum, I've had trouble with my stomach. Yeah, you said um, that, yeah. But uh, there's another one. I, I forget. It's uh, something carb, but it's fabulous. Okay. It's great for long rides. It's, really? I'll, I'll actually love to plug it on my next show. I That's I, kind of the fuel, the sustaining fuel, the carbohydrate. I can't eat on the bike very well. Um, I have a hard time after two or three hours. I just don't want to eat. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to force myself to eat solid food and it's hard for me to digest it. So I've found that liquids work really well, which perpetuum worked really well. But if you're in a long race using perpetuum, it hurt my stomach. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Like severe heartburn. It's all right. So 
Yeah. So I went to a different one on Pussy. Uh, well, you know, why don't you go ahead and use Perpetuum in a race? I do use Perpetuum. In a race? Well, I don't race. Oh. I'm not fast enough to race. I, I, race, I race my mountain bike. The fuck <laughs> you turning it back on me? God damn it. Um, glucosamine and chondroitin um, for joint health, for have recovery. I have used it. I have, have, used I have it. too, for recovery basis. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, however, it does list side effects. Upset stomach, nausea, drowsiness, and headache. I've never had any of them. I it sounds like them. me after a race anyway. Yeah. I love, I love uh, um, glucosamine. Yeah. It's good stuff. I use it. I, I I don't actually. God, I should have used it after this trail run. My shins were so bad from this trail run because when you're going downhill, you can't just kind of slowly go down these trail these super steep hills. Holy shit, my shins hurt. I mean, three days after the race. Mm-hmm. But what is this? To Thursday? Um, yeah, my shins just started feeling better where I could actually lift my toes yesterday. Wow. Yeah. I'm a pussy, though. Yeah. Um, iron. I don't know anything about iron. Um, it says increased performance in, in some people if you originally have low levels of iron. So, duh. I think if you're... My understanding with the iron, and I'm not sure about this, is I believe once your iron's low, yes, taking iron can help a great deal. But if it's too high, then I believe your body just excretes it. Yeah. Um, so, you just get, you know... Get rid of the iron. The uh, the big vitamins, um, vitamin E, aerobic endurance at altitude. That doesn't you know, help me All much. Right. Um, and then the B12, the big B12. Um, I saw Huge. a lot of shit on that one. Mm-hmm. People uh, love it. Yeah. Well, that was the original, I think, the, the syringes back in the pro days mm-hmm. where they'd take a shot in the ass of B12. Um, now, I mean, Jesus, what, if, if you've looked at the side of one of those five-hour energy jar bottles... Holy crap, that's a lot of B12 in those things. Yeah. When are they going to come to the realization that this stuff is is terrible for us? B12? Yeah. I mean, these high levels, when you got all these people walking around drinking two five-hour energies a day, or even yeah. one a day, one a day, when are we going to... I mean, this is my paranoia. We, but, I was going to say, I was going to say, do you have any empirical evidence to... Um, Tout the disadvantages to high levels of B12. I, I don't know, but I think they're going to. So eventually. the answer is no. No, I don't. But when are they going to, as I said? Who is Smart they? ass. Them. The guys who know shit. Well, they haven't. The guys with the clipboards and the white coats. I hate them. And the black helicopters that are following me everywhere. Well, that's true, though. I mean, the helicopters are following you because you're very, very interesting. Damn it's very right. similar to the the guy yeah, who's handsome. from Arkansas in the middle of nowhere who yeah. the UFOs come yeah. and pick him up and anally probe him. Shit, because yeah. you know what? They traveled 12, 13, 14 million light years to talk to you, asshole. That's it. They want the guy in the middle of Arkansas. <laughs> they don't want Barack Obama. They don't want you or me. There goes Mark They again. want the asshole. There he goes. <laughs> we want you. We want you, the guy in the cabin of the woods. So uh, I don't know. I mean, the B-12, I wonder, because it's been around so long, where's the harm? AIDS. Very similar to caffeine. Aids I, in the formation of red blood cells enhances activity of the immune system. Obviously, if it enhances the activity of the immune system, that means it's going to help an endurance athlete over longer periods of time in recovery. If mm-hmm. your immune system is kicking in during the event, I can only assume that that is good for us. Mm-hmm. There's another uh, – did you, did you get into amino acids at all? Oh, uh, let me look. Amino acids, yes. It's under my category of weak evidence for benefits. Um, Truth be told, I've taken a a supplement called Recoveries that is primarily focused on amino acids or basically proteins. 
that you take within 10 minutes of finishing your workout, and it it's, I swear to God it works. It's like the morning after drug. Um, your soreness is reduced substantially. I mean, almost non-existent. And um, I actually felt better than normal taking that drug. Placebo effect? It, it 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 really works. You you don't think it's placebo effect. You don't think okay, I spent twelve dollars on this and it better work. I don't kind of like I my know compression other socks. People who've done it and we've we've experienced the same results. Recoveries, give it a try because right. I really, um, you know, it's uh, I believe the company is Wicked Fast and they also do okay. uh, there's recoveries and there, there's some great products out there. I strongly stand by recoveries, and there's a lot of people, but one of the ways to maximize the effects is to take it within 10 minutes of working out. You take four caplets within 10 minutes. Oh, God. And, and you just suck them down, and they kind of float in your mouth, so you got to swallow them quick. That's not going to look funky. You know, we don't have a bad rap as it is. Why not finish a ride standing in a stoplight popping down pills? I understand that, um, but it works. And that's what I'm saying <laughs> is, and, and that's why I actually... Actually, Cher's probably jealous because she saw somebody else eating her pills. Yeah. But my deal is, is, and that's actually, truth be told, I came up with this topic for the show. Yeah. And I strongly... You do. You always come up with yeah. the topics, and then I, I'm your little bitch researching yeah, all day. Yeah, kind of like the bitch. And so my my attitude with that, though, is the recoveries, and this is precisely the supplement um, that I was thinking of, okay. was recovery is something that there may not be empirical evidence of that, by God, for me, it works. And it's something I hope to take a lot of this year because I'd like to be working out a lot. Yeah. Um, but it it's one of those things that you look at and you go, nah, can't work. Well, yeah. maybe. And I started from that perspective. So I generally start many things. I'm not a cynic, but I do think I'm a skeptic in many. I You got to show me the goods. Okay. And in this case, recoveries for me worked. I'd love to hear back from some of our listeners yeah. to see – if I'm full of shit. Um, but I don't think I am because I have several friends who've used it that swear by it. I do swear by it. And I think it's a fabulous supplement. I'd love to give you some. Yeah. Um, they're one of the biggest supporters of um, the sport that I've ever seen. They will literally show up and hand out like a month's worth of samples to anybody who really? wants to take it. Literally. Okay. And you it's- know what? I'm and, and I'm a big fan of the hammer nutrition stuff. And I'm seeing on this list right next to the amino acids, they're talking about some of the minerals like boron boron and stuff like that and i'm 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 a fan of of their stuff too unfortunately you've had some stomach issues with some of their products but not i'm a huge fan of hammer nutrition don't get me wrong i think their gels are fine i i don't like the taste as well as some other gels that's the only problem i have with hammer gels is they come up with these cinnamon toast crunch crunch or whatever (laughs) i have no idea they come up with some really funky flavors that I don't yeah. like. And and that's the only reason as far as gels and how their efficacy, very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, goo for me, the portion, the consistency really? and uh, that consistency in my mouth is actually important to me. I mean, it sounds horrible. No, that, no, I agree. Um, I, I don't do a lot of gels anyway. In a marathon, I've used gels quite a bit because yeah. they're very handy. The problem with me is too much sugar. And this is what I'm going to get to with hammer yeah. nutrition. I'm going to plug them here in a second is, uh, too much sugar on my stomach actually as I get older I found my stomach's more sensitive and so I, I my stomach hurts or I get heartburn with too much sugar like uh, Gatorade is I, I, Gatorade. I like the taste of Gatorade oh, I love it it's, it's like delicious. when I get home from work or it's, something it's like delicious yeah. but there's too much sugar in it to drink any substantial amount and it hurts my stomach and I get heartburn yeah so what I um, do instead of Gatorade oftentimes when I have to do long, long rides when I was training for Ironman stuff, doing six-hour mm-hmm. rides, seven-hour rides, 
is I would take Enduralites, which are actually a hammer, yeah. hammer product, yeah. and I take two every half hour and not take Gatorade with me and just drink water. And it worked fabulously. I found my fatigue was less and everything else. So as far as a legal supplement, Enduralite from Hammer Nutrition. This um, is in capsule form? You're it's taking in capsule it? yeah. form. I would literally. They're doing it. the fizzes now, a lot of those things where you actually drop it into a bottle and it dilutes itself. Noon is fabulous. Um, yeah. but, but no, I mean, Hammer does this. I, I understand yeah. that. But Noon is, with their effervescent tablets, I actually think Noon has a better product. Not that Hammer's is bad. I just no, think Noon has, has a better product. Um, but uh, Hammer... Uh, nutrition has some great stuff out there and you really have to find what works for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. it's Carbopro. That's, I, that's the Carbopro stuff I use. Carbopro is, is the stuff. It's not hammer, but it's the stuff okay. I've been using lately. Okay. It's fabulous. But, uh, um, as far as, uh, the, sorry, I just had to throw that in. No, I, I mean, I think, I think for me, I've had to find what I like and what works for me. Gels do work for me. The problem with gels that I find, and I'd love to hear from our listeners is like, if I'm running and I've got a long run, and I start hitting gels, I know I've got to hit a gel every 20 to 30 minutes. Otherwise, I drop like a sophomore on prom night. I mean, I'm just done. And, uh, and so, <laughs> I like that analogy, you know, even and, though I teach high school. And so, I mean, I, I'm just like I, I'm out at that point. So I have to take one every 20 to 30 yeah. minutes once I start because my blood sugar will drop that quickly. And that's the only reason I'll put off taking gels. But as far, but I had to find which gels I liked, which ones are there, and and it, it just takes time. Wow, you know what? And I've I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe I'm out of touch with the cycling world to a certain degree. But I am amazed, constantly amazed about how anal retentive triathletes have to be about their nutrition. Well, anal retentive is one thing, but it's kind of like if you I'm not at, saying that in a bad way. Well, if you look at a, a cyclist and his equipment versus like I, I believe that triathletes will perform very well oftentimes on substandard equipment because they don't take care of their bikes. Whereas a cyclist yeah, has they, to have his – huh? No, I agree. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Whereas yeah. a cyclist has to keep his bike – the worst – and I was one of the worst. The worst cyclist as far as maintenance is concerned is better usually than the best triathlete. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they have to be because you're right on the edge. All your equipment has to work to a certain degree. Otherwise, yeah. you're screwed. You're sprinting out of a corner. Yeah, and you're it, doing a lot it, more abuse on the bike. It's, it's a lot harder on the bike. And so, I mean, that, uh, it's just one of those things. Yeah. You know, I mean, but as, as far as that's. Well, when you, were, you, when you were, I don't want to bring up harsh memories, but you hearing about the triathlete, triathlon, when you were running the mm-hmm. medical lake and somebody comes up to you and says, you've thrown me off my, tr- my nutrition schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I listened to you say that and I, I was frozen. I went, are you kidding me? Really? An, a half an hour is going to screw up your race? Well, on that one. Is it that serious? No, um, not at all. I think that's one of the reasons why I may not ever run that yeah. race again yeah. um, because people are that anal. But I've heard it said that triathlon is actually four events, and I think it's true of Ironman. Yeah. I think of the Ironman or half Ironman distance nutrition is crucial. It's actually okay. like how well you do it, just like bike maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think people take it too far of like, I'm way off on my nutrition. Then take a gel, you stupid yeah. bitch. <laughs> um, I... I <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to our female listeners. Not that we don't have Listener. any laying around. Hi, Lizanne. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, just, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I mean, I just don't buy that. And I think anybody says, I'm going to have a bad race when you're not looking at winning the whole thing anyway. Yeah. I mean, looking back, the people who bitched were nowhere near the front. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, anyway, we, I didn't need to bring that one back up. Although, thanks for, memory. thanks for our negative review, whoever that was. I'm, I'm, I'm almost for sure that was one of our – the one negative review we have on iTunes. Oh, yeah. I, it came up right after that What'd show. they say? 
Nothing. It's just one star. <gasps> I know. No, it breaks my not heart. the one star. Breaks my heart. I'll back, take any rating I can get. A couple more. A <laughs> couple more back on topic before I, we got to go to your uh, to your rant. Uh-huh. Uh, melatonin, um, big one that you can buy anywhere. No, I mean it, it, performance enhancer. If you can't sleep, melatonin's the king, baby. I don't know. I mean, a performance enhancer saying that you sleep better. You, uh, to me, a performance you don't enhancer, sleep well. You're not going to perform. Well, that's not a performance enhancer. I want to see the juice. You want to go faster. Yeah, you, I want to go wanna faster. I don't want to sleep better. I mean, I've had good races on bad sleep. I, t- I actually not that that's a good way to go about it. During my high stress times of the year, I have a hammer nutrition based melatonin capsule that I use. My oh. wife steals them more than I do, but I use them. And they are—they're the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't—they don't, they don't keep me asleep, but they help me initially get to sleep mm-hmm. and get a good third of the night through. So um, the other one that keeps coming up is quercetin. Um, if you've heard of, not heard of that, it's—it's it's in blueberries, it's in oh. red onion. It is that big thing that FRS that product for a long time. Um, I think their days are numbered. That was but Lance's big thing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and it tasted delicious. It is good, and it's still in grocery stores. It's good here. stuff. I like. You can it. still get it. Um, uh-huh. And I was a subscriber to it. I bought it on a monthly basis. I liked it. Yeah, and I still will drink one here. Um, actually, the study I read, mind you, it is a 2009 study, claiming uh, to increase VO2 max and endurance. I, I would like to see that. How I would much like to can do you a drink. Yeah, Jesus, you must have to shove that stuff down. I had 15 of them before lunch. <laughs> I feel way better. Oh, my stomach. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You know, I really, you know, how many red onions do you have to eat in order to get your VO2 max? It's because you can't breathe while you're eating the onions. And no one can breathe around you. Oh, Jesus, I know. So, you know, I, 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 I I'd like to see another actual legit study, and I'd like to have somebody on the show who knows what the hell they're talking about when it comes to some of this stuff. Because I'm I'm just a bike rider, you know, and, and I'm a talking head. And some of these things, I'd like to see what the bicarbonate thing is all about. Um, I'll believe that though. I, I think there's something to it. I think baking soda's got some pretty amazing properties, yeah. even in just baking. I mean, so <laughs> the fact that it 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 would yeah. have a, a some sort of an an effect does not surprise me. I would have liked to have come home from the trail run this weekend and popped a couple of glucosamine chondroitins and seen if that would have helped. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I mean, B12, I don't know. You know, when do you, when do you pop a little B12? Yeah. You know, and see I if think it, you go get a works. shot. Really? Oh, I mean, you know, if you're really you're kidding me, those five hour energies are full. I mean, they're like 2000% yeah, of the RDA. How much can you take in through your stomach though? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're cycling, right. The time it's going to take is probably not going to help. The cycling mentality is how do I maximize the effect? Yeah. And it's probably not through your stomach. Caffeine's going to probably do it, though. Caffeine will do it, especially if you do the anima. Ask Steve Hake. Yeah. May I recommend toddy for your brewing methods, everybody? Toddy is a cold brewing system. I just fell in love with it because... I hit it actually the, reduces the acid. It does. And so then you take it, and it it's actually takes about a day. Delicious. But it's delicious, and it's good. And I do one every day at 3 o'clock. I hit that wall at 3 o'clock. I get slammed. I fill a water bottle with ice every morning, pour a little toddy into it, a little, little splash of milk, and let the ice just melt. And by, the, by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I have an iced coffee. Oh, yummy. Hmm. It's delicious. I'm not a I mean, pussy. It's mochaccino, it. Jim. Stop it. <laughs> it's mochaccino. Stop it. Oh, where are we at, Pat? We are at time, the time of the show. Holy shit, let me look at the clock. Where are we at? Oh, who cares? People like it when we go on anyway. Yeah. Um, we are at the time of the show where it is time for the all-now-famous rant. 
of the episode. Um, I would like to first of all say that according to Mark's records, this is my last show of buying the beer. It is. Um, I am not going to have to lay down any gentlemen's agreements for the near future. And so, in return, I don't know if you did the rant on the last show. And if you did, I apologize. I will be coming forward with a new rant. You are just a lawyer, and you're so much better Um, than I am. Okay. Because I read mine from a script. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Hodgson. Two weeks ago, literally, I said in court, just because I say something doesn't make it true. Now, of course, that was... Um, I guess Mitt Romney in the debate the other night picked that up from me. And because he did pick that up from me, and because I said it, it must be true. And I am going to go a little political on you. Mitt Romney basically promised every working American a unicorn in their garage the other day and won a debate simply by saying something that wasn't true over and over again. I'm going to point this out for our four listeners who are actually intelligent enough to understand this, which is all of you, I hope. But here's the deal. You say something, but you don't back it up with specifics. I don't care. I'm going to vote for Obama. Maybe you don't like him. Maybe you do. But at least he offered a plan on paper. Instead, Mitt Romney said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and increase defense spending. I'm going to lower your taxes somehow. I'm going to cut the loopholes, but I'm not going to hit the middle class. That's just how it was. Because he said it over and over again with a smile on his face, that was okay. I guess we're going into the fall right now, and maybe this has a correlation here because we sit here and we talk to ourselves and we say the same thing over and over again each year. Maybe we say it with conviction. Maybe we say it with enough charisma to make it sound true. But we stand there, and one of the big beefs that I've had this year was how I was treated as a race organizer because I was spending my time and my money to give back to the sport. You know what? On that day, maybe I didn't do things right. Maybe I didn't give enough. Maybe I didn't make things happen enough for other people. On that day, I tried to give back. I would look at you simply because you're a cyclist, simply because you're an Ironman athlete, simply because you love multisport or you love a particular sport does not mean that you're giving back. What are you going to do today to make it true? And don't just say it. And don't say it over and over again. And don't go out there and bitch. If you don't have enough races in your area, why aren't you putting one on? I challenge you today to make a difference because that's what happens. Pat and I are in our 40s now. Unfortunately, our pro contracts still have not come in the mail. Maybe next year. But until then, we're going to keep trying to give back. You see Pat giving back through his junior program. I see people in this community, Trifusion amongst them, who give back every single year more than they get back. They give and they give and they give. And they grow things because of it. And they don't say what they're going to do. And they don't promise you a unicorn. Instead, what they do is they follow through with actions each and every year. Are you giving back? Maybe I didn't give back as much as I could last year. Maybe I can give back more this year. That's my hope. And I hope to not do it by saying the same tired shit over and over and over again. So this year, I'm going to say something that's true. I'm going to try harder. And that's about all you can ask. But instead of bitching about other people and maybe where they fell short for you, maybe you could do something for other people. And that's my rant. Thank you. Vote for us on Stitcher, bitch. In the PackFiller.com studios, I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hudson. We will catch you next time.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.